Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. How do you know when someone's the one? This is season two of Black Love, episode two, and we're talking ultimatums, jealousy, and some depression. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. There goes the party. See, first of all, I don't know why I I decide that I want to sing, but hey guys, welcome back to Black Love Season 2. We're going to be talking about getting down the aisle tonight. Don't y'all hear this song? I loved you from the start, yeah. What you think about? Hopefully y'all enjoyed this episode uh, as much as we did. I'm Elena, your host. What's up? I'm Lauren Ashley. Hey, I'm Jamie Alexander. Crystal Chanel here. Yeah, we about to talk about getting down to Al because it was really interesting. Hey, but this see, this song makes it sound like it was it was so much more fun than how they made it seem. Very true. And Rev Run was in this remix, so right. shout out to Rev Run on that. Shout out to Wait, Rev Run. and he's in the show. That's funny. Boom. Was he in the <laughs> remix? Yes. yes. He's going he made on across the sea. Yeah, it ain't nothing. We ain't frontin'. Shorty, come in with me. Whole party. Yeah, it's a whole party. How did y'all feel about this episode? Getting down to Al. You know what? I Mm. love this episode. Um, I love love, obviously. (laughs) Um, But you know what I love most about this episode was the role that each couple's family played in them getting down the aisle. It was so beautiful to see how much of an impact their families had on their love. Beautiful, except when it came to um, the sights, <laughs> Ryan and right. the sights and the visions right. that were like he's evil. Right, it literally stay just away. Wasn't gonna happen. Right, I think that this episode <laughs> was very real. Like I yeah. thought that they were very honest, just about. Eh, this is what it took. Yeah. This is what I was planning. This is what I was thinking. This is how fast we did it. And I was like, okay, I can respect that. Yeah, they were very yeah. candid. Yeah. You know, yeah. they gave such good advice and things that we can actually relate to and follow. Right. And what I loved about the women is that they weren't afraid of speaking up about what they wanted. Yes. And I'm just an advocate of that. Look, if you're not the type of woman who's... If you don't want to date multiple people at once and that's not your thing, then just go ahead and tell the man you're dating. Like, I'm not going to be third, fourth, fifth. I'm not going to be. So all the women that were like, look, I'm not about to do this without a commitment. Well, and the men were like, yeah, it was so nice to see, too, how receptive they were to that. Like, I'm not about to lose my (laughs) woman right now at 18 years old. Mm. I want to be with her. Mm -hmm. And I can relate to that because I've been with my husband since I was 19. And to kind of grow and have that love together, it's great to see them, you know, look how far they came. You've been with your husband since since you were 19. How long have you guys been married? We have been married for three years together for a decade. Wow. Yes. Long time. I locked that down. Work it out. So this episode kind of like made me a little upset. Mm -hmm. Why? Because I was with somebody when I was that young and I saw his potential. (laughs) I was having a little Devel Kadeen moment and I was like, why couldn't this father mucka pull up a, oh, just a little she bit said more. It, y'all. No, we didn't. Just she a said little. she reversed it. Yeah. <laughs> just you know you know, I was kind of like, well, I was just it just makes me wonder, like, man, if he was fighting as hard as me, 
maybe we'd be on the show talking about something. Maybe another show, but maybe we'd have a testimony <laughs> of our own. But it's like, man, I spent them early years fighting alone. And then, you know... I mean, every, from it. <laughs> everybody's journey is different. So that's not to say anything. Yours is right around the corner. Don't worry. I have, yeah. Well, okay. Going off of that with your journey, being that you've been in your relationship and you've been married for three years together for 10, mm-hmm. a lot of the couples on this episode talked about how they knew. Like, right. how did you know that this person was your wife or this person was your husband? And they all had different stories and it was all so different. Yeah. So. Did you think that that was your husband? I did. You know why? Because friendship is really important to me, and he was my best friend. Mm. So when I look back, now when I look at certain couples that we see here, I see how there was the immaturity. And even DeVal, he said, like, you know, she kind of let me. And when he said, you know, she let me. He didn't say do my thing, so to speak. But what I got from it, it was that she gave him grace while he was like, sowing his oats for a second. I don't know if he went ham or if he just had a moment and I understand those moments, but I guess when I was watching, I just would have liked to see a little bit more come from the moments I was just looking personally. Like, <laughs> right, well, dang. Right. You know, I, right. I, I love the overcoming. But I, I think it's interesting too, though, even he even said, like, he had to decide whether he was going to fully, like, sow his oats or take this step to be married. And he chose marriage over, you know, he knew that he was going to have to become a man with her yeah. versus trying to do it on his own and then come back to her because mm-hmm. they may not always be there. And at 18 right. years old, you're so, you know, immature at that point. Honestly, you don't know yourself. Yeah. And, like, obviously, he, in the episode, he reveals that he went through a really dark time. Too. Yeah. So it was like, so heartbreaking to know, watch him. Just, I think that, that um, me. the fact that he, I don't, I don't think he decided that he wanted to go live his life. She may have tried to give him a little leeway, but it sounds like from what he was saying in the, in the episode that he chose the married life. He yeah. chose it. He, he, You're right. He literally chose it at that young age during that fresh because he had some kind of inner knowing. Mm-hmm. Boom. And I really think you have the desire to want to be married. You know, it's a commitment and it's something that you really deep down inside have to want to do. It's a choice. It's not a feeling. I think a lot of times, you know, we, we feel love and we're like, but love is also a decision. And these are two very big decisions that a lot of people don't, you know, take as seriously as they did at such a young age. You Absolutely. Know? And we feel some type of way. We think like he's the one because we have this feeling, but... They say you have three loves in your lifetime. So really, mm-hmm. you definitely do. That. You definitely do have that feeling, though. When you do see the person that you love and that you're supposed to be with, it's like, okay. Crystal that's, said that's they said you have three loves. The DJ Khaled day. <laughs> I just want to oh, be clear. Who is they? Who is, who is they? they? The DJ Khaled day. Girl, we the, we she said the DJ Khaled. <laughs> right. Okay, so we're we taking love advice from we're DJ Khaled now. No, we're not. DJ Khaled doesn't even give his 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 one Yes, he doesn't. He refuses. The right word. It yes. is. Yeah. He don't do that. No. He did. No, but that's I did. problem. <laughs> and he has three loves. That's another problem. We got a problem. Yes. Now, serious. This is different types of love. So I'm right. I again, I don't know, but you know, you have that like first love that you maybe like you love that person and you thought like this was the one, but that wasn't really it. You have that second love that was like. Okay, we were almost ready, but like for some reason, and then you had that third. You person know what, that Crystal? Like, they were the one. To a point, you yeah. are absolutely right. I would have to agree with that. I had my first boyfriend, my first love. I had my second that lasted a while, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't quite there. Exactly. My third was my final, and we've been together ever since. But you guys are saying that. So okay, so maybe maybe we need to get the couples in here and ask them the questions because yes. they didn't talk about the fact that there were like other people. Like in right. se- in season one, there were some people saying I was dating someone else or there was something else. But for this season here, um, they didn't say this was my final love. It seemed like for a lot of them, it was like 
first first love, like almost not not all of them, but majority. Well, a lot of them said yeah. that they were dating other people too, which yeah. was it, like Britney and Tony specifically. Yes. They weren't even together when he proposed, so I guess that's yes. just how we're doing Officially. things now. Yeah, but he yeah, go ahead, Kristen. yeah, and even like uh, Ryan and Sterling, they had broke up. Like he when they met, he um she was dating someone. You know what I mean? Like she had got scooped up as a freshman super early. So I do feel like they don't go deep into it, but they have been people who have had that like okay, this is like our second, third go around. Even like Eddie and Taj, they met like three times before they right. actually like... Went on a date. Yeah. Yes. So, you know. Be, so, so they were talking about how they knew and a lot of the women... Did, a lot of the women basically said, I'm not going to be your baby mama. I'm not just going to be your girlfriend. I'm not going to be your living girlfriend, whatever the case may be. Do you guys feel like nowadays, like in today's time, opposed to when they started dating, that a lot of women aren't being vocal about wanting to be married? Absolutely. There's yeah. people are in situationships yeah. all the time. There's yeah. no commitment. They want to play boyfriend and girlfriend. I have so many friends that have to deal with this all the time and it's horrible mm-hmm. because they're playing wifey and doing all the things that a wife does but they don't want to wife you up and put a ring on your finger. Yeah, but Why? See, but that's the thing I can't do. So one thing I, lo- I love that you said that because a lot of the things that I'm seeing from these uh, relationships that we're seeing is there's still... A little bit back when there was still this courtship and there was still yeah. this whole thing where men were dating and calling you on the phone, blah, blah. I think it's rapidly changing. Yeah. And like you said, situationships, the fact that the women had the boldness, like Tamia, like, come on. That, that was early 2000s, though. Right. Like, we were all, like, loving and being jagged edge and, <laughs> you so know, into R&B you. and so into yeah. you when we were at that moment. So I love that in that time they had the moment to speak up and be validated and we're bold enough to even say something because now as time goes by it's a situation ship situation <laughs> I think the culture shaped that though yeah absolutely because the, the, the culture then where, where you're talking a lot of our entertainment our news our, our music it almost pushed us toward marriage yeah and it did which, which is probably why the divorce rate is super high right now because people just <laughs> you know got married because they thought that was to do that and, part and now it's like situationships are the culture situationships yeah. are the ideal just to be in a relationship but speaking of that being a relationship part Brittany and Tony didn't do the relationship they were like mm. dating courting and then they were engaged and got married. And then they was then they was having a baby. Like my two God. weeks Ooh. after. Yeah. But to That's touch crazy. on what Jamie said about having a friendship first, I definitely felt that from Tony and Brittany. I felt like they had a great yeah. friendship. They didn't have to have these labels and all of that. They just knew. Yeah. No, but it was. I think last episode we talked about this when we had the after show last time. When a man sees, he knows. And with Tony and Brittany, Tony said, "I just knew." You bring you dating other women, she's dating other men, but you brought her to meet your parents. Right. And yeah. then afterwards, ask your dad, how? How do I do this? How do you know? Yeah. You already knew. Right. And then he said he just knew. He just knew. But I think that's a part of the reason why we have to stay vocal. And, you know, just because the culture has shaped how relationships are going to move forward doesn't mean that you have to fall into that. Because there are plenty of guys who still know. There are plenty of guys who are going to be like, she's the one. And when they're ready, they're ready. If you just don't, you just haven't met them yet. That's one thing. But I think that there is still, I hear stories all the time. Like, there's still people out here who are looking for marriage. But you have to want to be married. I think there's a lot of people who don't even have that desire at the moment. I think they like the idea of being married versus actually being married and the work that goes into a marriage because it is no joke, okay? Mm -hmm. It is no joke. Speaking of the work, how do you guys feel about almost raising a man 
because because, oh, we're be, done with that. Be, because this is a woman panel, and I say that because <laughs> Duvall and Kadeem, they met very early, mm-hmm. and she was very supportive to him. And we're gonna get into the dark, his darker thoughts later. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to just the role that she played in their relationship, she was their backbone. She helped him through school. He admittedly said, like, basically did everything. And it seems like. The reason it was so easy for him to make the choice between going out there and being a whore or marrying her is because she was the she was the solid. So it sounds like she kind of raised him to be the man that he is. But there's levels to this stuff. And there's I levels to it. Because... In the beginning of the marriage, that or the beginning of the relationship, that's how it was. But then you never know. It may turn around and he may have to be that backbone. And that's what marriage is all about. See, for my instance, well, the way I looked at them is because I was in a relationship as young as they were in. Mm-hmm. At the same time, the year period they were in, I was engaged to be married. So the thing that's different about what could have happened and what Deval did is he made a decision. Mm-hmm. That had just as much weight as the woman. Because, again, I was in the same situation, and this is not about me, but when I look at them and see myself in the reflection I'm like dang to me that's not out of the ordinary right. as a woman we're help me absolutely so everything we naturally have our intuition our whether you cook clean whatever this is just what I'm saying yep. we still come with an array of things that right. men are not equipped with yep. so we'll always be valuable to them but is he gonna see that absolutely so shout yeah. out to Deval he for being sees like it. To, yes. being, to being able to see it and that's yes. what I'm gonna say it definitely does get tricky because I know plenty of people who have done exactly what mm-hmm. Kadeem did for Deval and sat there with no ring. Yeah. Literally. You know what I mean? So he yeah. still, at the end of the day, even though she was the backbone, he still had to actively decide mm-hmm. that he wanted her to be his wife, you know? Yeah. Now, what do you think that it is that makes women stay, even if they don't get that ring? Cut loyalty, you, yeah, love, obligation. I think I think it, it, it depends. That's a big word. It depends on the totality of the, of the relationship because I could not be getting a ring and you could be doing nothing wrong except not giving me a ring. Or I could not be getting a ring and you are not fully committed to me. You're not hearing me. You're not seeing me. You're not respecting me. Me staying in that relationship is two different things. And it doesn't sound like Duvall was doing that with you. Right, right. You know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, okay. So we we figured out how they knew they wanted to marry each other. And then they went into basically proposing. Did any one proposal kind of stand out to you and was like, ah! Like, that's how you proposed? Well, yeah, I think y'all know who like I'm thinking about. Maybe, maybe you're watching at home and somebody was telling how they proposed, and you were just like, uh, uh-uh, uh, not cutting it. Or you were like super in love. You were like that. I, um, I, no, I was. I, he did it well. He did it real good. He who? My husband. Oh, I said, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. he did good. Um, but no, I mean, all of their proposal stories were very unique. To say the least, yeah. I thought Taj and Eddie's story was funny. Um, you know, she tried to play that I didn't give him an ultimatum game. Mm-hmm. But you know that there was a little push just based on their interaction and how he reacted. He's like, oh, you have selective memory, huh? Like, you don't remember. <laughs> you forced a brother to marry him, marry you. Yeah, she definitely egged him on, and I'm not mad at that. But the the proposal I thought was... It was a little half and half because I thought about it when I was watching it was Tony and Brittany. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. When he was like, oh, snap, I'm leaving the country. I better hurry up. And da, 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 da. Right. So it was like the middle of the night. He was like, let me I'll be right back. And like he is. So it didn't so seem cute. so planned. But at the same time, even though it wasn't extravagant, it wasn't filmed. It wasn't planned. It was this. I, I think I would have appreciated the fact that he was like. 
oh my god, I'm about to leave, yeah. and I'm about to leave you. But, I can't. But he already had the ring, though. That he was did. what I was yeah. so, so he, he did. So he did. It, that, that's right. how, yeah. like, as the woman or as Brittany, I would know that it's not just because you're about to leave yeah. because you had you had to have already been thinking about it. Yes. Because he had he said he had the room the ring in the next room. Yeah. And he said he has never thought about buying a ring ever right. before meeting her. That's yeah. crazy. Yes. I thought it was beautiful. Yes. And how he hyped himself up outside yeah, the door. Was, yeah. He got all ready. I love that. See, but that makes up for the grand gesture. Yeah. It's Absolutely. just like, oh, you were for real about that. Well, and it doesn't need to be a grand gesture. Mm-hmm. It just needs to be a special moment between the two of them. Yeah. yeah. So you know whose proposal kind of bugged me a bit? Who? Kirk. Okay. Well. No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I can see why you say Kirk that. Kirk and Tammy. And, and let me tell you, and, and no, it's not even for the basic reasons because the way that he said it on the show, we obviously know that didn't happen. It's because through through this episode with this doc, I feel like they didn't give us all the details. No. So he was like, with, <laughs> with, this, with this couple, this relationship, he was talking about how he, you know, they had their kids. He had his son. She had her daughter. And I was watching it, like and when? I was like, "When? <laughs> when did y'all have these kids? They have their birthdays in the same week. They're a year apart." I'm sorry. I thought y'all met at a water park, like, like when y'all were ago. kids. Wet and wild. And then I'm, I'm just confused. So that bugged me a bit that because when, me when watching the story, I was like, "Okay, well, what, what is it? There's gaps." Mm-hmm. There and we need, yes. them, we need them filled because like, we are now invested someone called in their relationship. But you know what? Yes. Remember in the, come on. in the first episode, Tammy and Kirk talked about how she was so cool being like his homegirl. Like she was for a minute giving him advice, right? Yeah. I feel like in episode one, she was being gracious enough to give him advice on all these other women he was dating, blah, blah, blah. So for me, that kind of put in the puzzle piece. But when I was with you, I was like, yeah. oh, they have kids? <laughs> yeah. Separate right. kids? And they're getting... Uh, uh, it, the, yeah. it lost the, me. I was the like, thing is, though, just how you said, like, you kind of put the pe- the puzzle piece together. I don't want to be putting the puzzle pieces together. Like, I, I don't want to do that. And when I, when, if I wanted to, like, there's a perfect podcast that Jamie's going to tell us about that could help me solve some of those riddles. Yeah, actually, I was really excited to tell you guys. So if you want to have fun and learn and grow in areas of your life, our lovely mentor, Maria Menunos, who's been on TV for God knows how long, and she's so amazing. Um, she has a podcast edition that drops every Friday on iTunes. So it's Conversations with Maria Menunos, and we feature celebrity influencers and uh, interviews and secrets and tips and all these things on how to do better and how to grow better and just be a better yeah. person and be a better woman, be a better man, and function better. And I like to take um, information from people who've been there, done that. Yeah. So from health to wellness to career to relationships, if you go to Maria uh, Conversations with Maria Menounos and on uh, iTunes on Friday, um, you can subscribe and just be sure to rate and comment when you do. But it's a really good podcast that helps you move forward. And these conversations with Maria Menounos are amazing because... <laughs> It's a podcast where you can listen on how to move forward. So I'm really excited about that. So if you guys want to check it out, make sure to tune in and subscribe. And, and that's every Friday. Tell her that we sent you the Ooh, black we love sent you the black love. And yes. when we're watching the podcast, she she doesn't give us those voids where we have to fill in the pieces of the puzzle. Right. <laughs> because she's been there done that. Right. <laughs> like I just feel I just feel like as a viewer it would be courtesy to let, like you're letting me in on your love story. So there was something that happened, and and not that it's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing that they have separate children. It's just 
as you're bringing me into your world, mm-hmm. let me know because the way that you problem solve that, the way that you decided to get together after having these kids may be my exact situation mm-hmm. and may help me, which is the purpose of this series. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they'll tell us, you know, next week we're moving into accountability. So maybe there are some accountability issues there that we could find out about. And I mean, I understand, too, having a little discretion. You know, I don't know how old their kids are, baby mamas, baby daddies. I don't know if they really want that life on television. So that could be another element of why they didn't share that with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and just image. You know what I mean? You still want to keep some things, you know, to yourself. He's in the gospel world, so I think that also... But he is a gospel uh, 304. (laughs) But what I loved about even him being part of the gospel is that he spoke on his... Wa- a little bit of a wavering faith. Yeah. And and, and for me, I'm not mad because, mm-hmm. you know, I believe in the Lord. I was raised Christian, but there's no need to uphold this holier than thou. Like, God's got it. Like, no, we're human. And I've been disappointed. Yeah. I, I don't trust all the time because I can't see the plan. And yeah, I'm striving to understand trust and the way things are going to go. But for him to admit that even being a gospel singer and a preacher and all this stuff that he didn't have it all together in the faith department I thought that was really big of him it's a relatable moment because we all go through that and waver in our faith and not sure you know and and people think they have to act and behave a certain way especially when they are in the church or pastor or whatever Mm -hmm. Um, so he did a great job of allowing the audience to relate to that Mm -hmm. and a lot of the couples did as well because a lot of them spoke about you know having their holy moment and trying to be holy. You know, there were a couple of couples who were like, you know, we didn't have sex before marriage or we tried to not have sex before marriage. Some succeeded, some didn't. But I thought that was interesting because I'm a firm believer that, you know, having God throughout your relationship will, um, you know, help it last. And the fact that these couples are on this show and they all are talking about their religion and how it paid a fact in their relationship, I think says a lot. Which brings us to Taj and Eddie almost because she was one of, she was one of the women on the episode today that, that basically said, you know, I wasn't trying to have kids out of wedlock. Yep. So she tried, she she, she vocalized trying to do it right. And then that almost led to an ultimatum. Like, because I want to do it so right, you're, you're either going to marry me or you're going to lose me. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I feel like us as women, we sometimes give unintentional ultimatums. But it was very interesting how many ultimatums were given, even when it came to Duvall and Kadeem. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Which makes yeah. me believe that ultimatums are the way to go. Right? <laughs> but, let's just, Girl. but let's just keep it real. Because <laughs> even Kadeem, when she was sitting there, she was like, did I give you an ultimatum? All of them did. I don't really feel like it was an ultimatum. But what she was saying is, again, speaking up her truth. And mm-hmm. I've been guilty of this, not saying what I really wanted from a man because I was afraid he would have thought what I wanted was too much. Mm-hmm. Which is really just me telling myself this ain't the one if he's gonna be that nerve-wracked by spending that then really he's not the one for me but sometimes women do we want to say that he's not the one for me no they don't know no that admission yeah i don't think i don't think they want to admit that especially if you're so in love you want you see the potential in that person it, it, no, you don't want to admit that. But I think that's how you really know, like, you're really in it because you don't care. You're right. like, I'm going to risk it all <laughs> right? because if he walks away, then I know that he wasn't the one instead of you sitting there suppressing your feelings and then literally looking back like, wait, what happened? You know? Do you guys think that the ultimatums 
are influenced by family and friends because because we're almost saying I'm not going to do this unless you do this or whatever the case may be and I feel like a part of that is because of how we're going to be seen like I'm not about mm. to be your living girlfriend because mm. I don't want anybody else judging me for it you mm. know from personal experience my parents love to say you're shacking up and I think Rev Run and Justine yep. said the same thing that mm-hmm. their parents said oh you're shacking up you're living together um, yes parents have a big influence on that they don't want to be in the marriage they don't want to be involved in the problems but they want to tell you to get married right speaking of parent and in, in, involving um when it came to sterling and ryan i was gonna say Ra- <laughs> ryan's mom and grandma had sight they had the sight <laughs> the gift of sight it was just so it was it was it was it was funny weird um so basically they had visions yes and her yeah. grandma had this vision that sterling is just not the guy he's evil stay away that's tough that's hard because what do you do? And I mean, granted, they said that she passed on, rest in peace, yes, to Ryan's grandmother. Absolutely. Yes. So I wonder if she was still alive, would she have not made the decision to marry him? Well, that's what Sterling was saying. Yeah. He was like, mm-hmm. I don't know if, if this would have been a situation. But I think Ryan had to look at the cues of where Sterling was as a person, as an adult. How is he? Of course, your parents and your grandparents are going to influence s- some of your relationship. Mm-hmm. But you can't. You are the only person that really knows that person. That's what I was yeah. going to say. For her, it seemed like she had to look at herself. Right. It had to come to a point at some point where it wasn't about everyone else for yeah. her. Right. Yeah. And that was major. And that's something that we all have to do. If we're going to... I mean, do you feel like you had to do that in your relationship, I guess? Do you have to put aside... Absolutely. I mean, especially being in an interracial relationship. Yes, I had to, you know, and just put it to my mom. Like, look, this is what I'm doing. You have to respect it. I'm an adult. And I moved out. (laughs) That was that. I think it was also interesting. Ryan and Sterling said that they went to therapy. And I thought it was really great to see a couple on Black Love who, you know, did the therapy route before. You know, marriage counseling is also really recommended. So I thought that was really great. And they found someone that they truly related to and that I think was a little bit different from the mom and the grandma just to get like a second opinion um so i thought that was really great just because i think we need to see more of that absolutely even going into therapy i feel like um there's a discussion about mental health and mental awareness that deval brought up and it really touched me to see him reliving the moments in his mind and having the conversation and still break down and cry yeah but what was refreshing about that was he was crying and he wasn't trying to hide it. Like oh, he was like that. he was like every time I think about it, I think about that dark place, I just I feel some type of way. So I felt like he was taking the lead on yeah. a lot when especially when it comes to black uh relationships and, and black men where it's okay to to be hurt, it's okay to talk about your depression, it's okay to talk about your addiction. Yes. What did you do to to kind of overcome it? Mm-hmm. How did you overcome it? And obviously Kadeem played a big role in that. Yeah. But what how are you guys feeling watching that scene? I loved it yeah. so yeah. much yeah. because I've been with a man going through that that couldn't admit. Mm-hmm. And so that was even harder because as a woman, I'm intuitively and sensitive in my senses, I'm watching yeah. you go through everything and you can't say, I'm hurt, I'm broken, I'm depressed, and I need you. And it didn't work because of stuff like that. Right. So yeah. it's admirable. Deval, he's a walking example of what of what men can look to. My husband and I, yeah. we watched it together. And I just, you know, I feel like men need to know. Like you said, mm-hmm. it's okay to express those things. Yeah. You are human after all. You don't have to be this hard exterior all the time. Yeah. You know, yeah. she can be your backbone. And, and we're here to love you yes. as women. There's so many guys who really don't speak out on, you know, things that happen in childhood or even in trying to become a man. And I think especially with Deval trying to become a 
a man with so much access to so many things, being in the NFL, you know, being in the limelight, it gets really hard. And, you know, while you mentioned, uh, Yelena, that Kadeem did play a really big part, but it also takes the self-work, you know what I mean? He had to want to get help. He had to want to fix it. And uh, she wasn't there. You know, he said that, that when she moved to Detroit, that was the best season he had ever had, having her there. And I think mm-hmm. that um, a lot of times I always say to people, like, you know, like, why don't you want to be loved? Like, there are people out here who want to support you and want to see you win. And you have to be open and receptive to that, you know? Yeah. But that also uh, uh, real brings quick, just, up... Hey, hey, I was just going to uh, chime in a little bit since I am the uh, resident guy here, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I really admire what you guys are talking about. And um, um, personally, growing up, I wasn't that, like, muscular, ch- like, chiseled, like, aggro man dude, you know? Um, but like, that actually... Um, I learned early on that communication is very key in a lot of things, not just relationships. But it's it's like a certain stigma that society has laid upon us as men to be a certain type of way. Yeah. And yeah. I, I learned at an early age that that's just it's just not worth being that person. No. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it's like a it's like a weird mental wall that I broke down brick by brick. Right. And, and also uh, just pertaining to the whole re- uh, communication aspect of it all is that. I think Kendrick Lamar put it best for me. As he put it, uh, he says, uh, "Communication saved relations." I can tell, and uh, that's always <laughs> stuck with me ever since I heard that. I so. just got chills. Yeah. Yes, right. <laughs> so for 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 those listening, that's mm-hmm. Anthony. He is our engineer and our producer, and he's super awesome. Yes. And I love mm-hmm. that you gave that guy perspective because yeah. I literally was going to turn it to. Um, how, how Anthony just described, he had to build it brick by brick, and I feel that many men do, and a lot of men have to do it alone. Yes. So though Kadeem wasn't there, it was also a testament to the women watching the show of how to treat a man who was going through some type of depression because she wasn't like, oh my gosh, you're being crazy. Oh my gosh, you're, yeah. you're addicted yeah. to, to pain pills. Oh my gosh, you're all of a sudden you're so mean. She was like, what do you need and how can I help you? Which is why when she graduated and moved to Detroit, she was able to, to invest so into nice. that because sometimes we do feel like we're going through it alone and we might be going through the same thing, but that pride may stop us from sharing yeah. it. And, and then we, we're just isolated. She's God. a real... Kadeem is a real one. How yeah. he separated his shoulder and she was there and slept upright with him. Like, yeah. he, he had to keep that thing. He couldn't let that go. But see, when I hear that, it makes... Eh. And, I, and I am coming from a personal standpoint when I say this. <laughs> it just is what it is. But <laughs> I'm like... I, I, I love Kadeem and who she, she was. But again, if I can go back to DeVal, if he wasn't who he was, that yeah. wouldn't have been possible. Right. Because I've been that woman to do everything for a man like I took you from where you were to where you are now. And, and it didn't result in any ring it didn't result in any humility it didn't result in anything that I saw him go through so with all that being said I don't want women to watch this and think let me just give my all to some dude like yeah. he's still men yeah. regardless of the brick by brick building blah 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 there still has to be I feel like in, um, a point in a man's life where he understands that that's important to him and that's what I saw so much in Duvall like he showed that her presence and what she brought to the table was important to him and that gave her the space to perform right so we don't want to just be performing for these dudes that are not showing up (laughs) right I think DL and LaDonna were a great example of that too because Mm. 
he basically said, when I make it to the police academy, which I thought was refreshing, I did not know yeah. that he was going to be a police. That was like, what? <laughs> um, and he, he said, made it. And he made it. Yeah. Like, what? He dropped out for shin splints. So okay. that was a fun fact. But for him to have told her, when I get my acceptance letter, we're going to get married. And then them not to have a conversation and her to just start planning the <laughs> marriage. That's the part I love. I, I think that that goes into what you were just saying. Because had he not been who he was, he wouldn't have stepped up and just continued with the wedding planning. He wouldn't have been like, girl... I didn't propose to you. I didn't like yeah. so. So mm-hmm. it does. It, it takes two. It's it, especially when it comes to yeah. relationship. When it comes to any relationship, it's a, if it's a friendship, if it's your the relationship with your parents, it takes both of you to communicate mm-hmm. to be able to to um, understand where each other is and make the decision to either rise up and be on the same page or not. Mm-hmm. Well, and talking about uh, DL and Ladonna and their relationship and how there is levels to this of support. He supports her. She supports him. He said he was working minimum wage when they got married and he couldn't support them at all. And I just think in a marriage, it's so important to support each other no matter where you are. Mm -hmm. If one's more financially stable than the other, you take care of that person and vice versa. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be the man that's taking care of the woman or the family. You know, yeah, I agree. And 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 women have to recognize, too, what that does to a man to not be able to support their family, you know, and really embrace that and and be there for them that was so important to him DL was really like I knew what I had to do I knew that's what I had to do <laughs> yes. he kept saying yeah. that I knew I had to do it so I had to do you know he was like but, she'll never make more than me again <laughs> yeah but he, him embracing her personality and looking at the bright side and looking mm-hmm. at this and he basically said that she was seeing the dreams and he was executing like alright yeah okay. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. right this is what we're doing and she said she lived in a different world like, yeah. you know what I mean so that was really awesome I think Rev Run and Justine kind of shared that too yeah. When it came to her dealing with her jealousy, yes, and him, I and loved that. Loved it. I, I am a firm believer of everything that she said because I mm-hmm. tell people all the time. I'm like, there's, it's his job to make sure that you never feel an ounce of jealousy. Thank it's you. not your job to be so secure that you never feel any type <laughs> of way. No, he should make sure that you're always good. And I love that she touched on that because I'm like, for him, he was on tour. He's rapping. You know what I mean? For her to get with such a guy with such stature, and then you know she feels so secure in her relationship when she was with other dudes before and she felt so jealous all the time I'm like that speaks volumes to like how he put that you know put that together and orchestrate to make sure she always felt good yes I loved that's exactly what happened with Dewanda and Alana when it came mm-hmm. to her abandonment issues mm-hmm. so this episode yes. just did really good with putting the issues out there and, and showing how the spouse was supportive with that which is so refreshing yeah because yeah. even when it came to Jay and Rebecca I loved how they said that once they started talking about kids and the foundation, blah, 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 they were like, oh, it's time to it's move. Time, yeah. It's time to make a move. Okay, but I was wondering, like, but what happened before that? Like, did you guys just start talking about kids and then you were like, okay, let's get married? Like, <laughs> yeah. we need to talk about what happened up to that point. You guys were friends first, that same foundation, mm-hmm. that 10-year friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were, then they started talking about kids and they were able to build on that. Yeah. Um, so we got to see a lot of fun from the couples um, on this episode, a lot of real stuff. What is happening in their real lives right now? Well, I did see, and I hope you guys saw at home Sterling K. Brown had a twerk off like what he had a twerk off with um Brian, who's going to be in a new movie, um, the Artemis Hotel, Hotel Artemis, um, Brian Tyree Henry on Jimmy Fallon on Friday night. They had a twerk off. If you guys have not seen it, you need to check it out. It is hilarious. He's even funnier than he is on the show. So in After Buzz TV news, Sterling Brown is on Jimmy Fallon twerking it up. Twerk, 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 tw
But honestly, I'm I'm not gonna be able to watch. I can't. I can't. I'm I gonna can't. be like, because I'll be it. able to separate. Just stop. I can't look character. anymore. Like Randall Sterling. Yeah, just twerking. Please. I can't. <laughs> I love. Ryan's gonna be in the back like, yeah, yeah. right? Hey, hey, hey! Get a Sterling. I love. Oh my god. He looked back at it. He looked back. Oh my goodness. He uh, lost control hilarious. of his butt is what he said. Here's the thing. I feel like he looked back at those um Ann Bryant booty shorts that he thought Ryan was wearing. And he had the booty shorts on his mind. He wanted to see her put those on. He was trying to give her a little show. Right? Like, a little preview. I twerk you twerk when right. you get home. A little okay. test. A little taste. So when you're having a, um when you're going through your week and you're a little depressed, just you know, just pull up that Sterling K twerking video. And then we can keep this conversation going. I mean, gosh, it's just still so much to talk about, but we're going to have to wait until next week, which is going to be a good one. It's going to be some trouble. Why is it going to be so good? They're talking about Ooh, accountability. Accountability. And in preview, oh my goodness, mm. like the preview showed people talking about infidelities. We're getting text messages with... You know, some risque photos. Here it comes. A certain um, kind of voice uh, yeah. that they can hear. You're talking to your little boo on the side. Trouble need, in paradise. Right? I, I need to hear that. And I we also may have some special guests. Yes. yes. What? <laughs> and we get new couples next week as well. Yes, we so. do. In the meantime, where can they find you, Crystal? Crystal Chanel TV. And I'm at Queen Jamie on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram at Lauren Ashley Beck. And you can follow me on all social platforms at Hey underscore it's Lay. So until next, oh, next week is gonna be good. We're gonna get into <laughs> we're gonna get into really what happens when we're not being shown the couples. What's happening behind the scenes? Ooh, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. Take care. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz later! <laughs> Views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 